telling me what to say. Yeah, telling a four-year-old. Four, right? Three and a half. Three and a half. I feel like you should know that. <laughs> no. You should specifically not know how old a child is. Unless they're your child. What? You were talking about your uh, Elizabeth not knowing how old she is. That's just because I didn't have any concept of like what, where you should be when you're 13. I forget. I think it's <sighs> Chris D'Elia, which is very ironic given the news about him in the last week, was saying, unless you have kids, you shouldn't know how, specifically how old a kid is because it's creepy if you do. All right. Okay, fine. I will say that before I had kids, I used to get pissed off when people were like, I have a 12-month-old. I have a 13-month-old. But now I realize why people do it. Yes, but until you do, it's a pro- it's like totally fair to be like just say one but why do they do it why do they need to count because there's changes throughout the year like having a five month old is very different than having a seventh month seven month old because there's like a lot of like you kind of know where they are in their developmental stage do you say how long your kid is before they can stand or do you say how tall they are what he's not a fish People say, like, but, when a kid is born, they're like, oh, it's, like, 18 inches, like, however long yeah, a baby is. you know what? Is. That's fair. But just just when they're born. I think it's so silly. And we actually held him up like a fish. Like, we caught a shark in the uh, in the ocean. <laughs> we had, like, some grizzled old sea guy come out and be like, yep, looks like a good catch The doctor today. was like, no, 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 not here, sir, not here. <laughs> not here. <laughs> Did you use the Can we use them for chum? Get right in the gills? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, welcome to If You're Bored. Dude, we started this episode even before we started recording, fluffing ourselves up, reading our reviews. On yeah, but then we were, we realized that all the reviews were written by friends and family. Yeah, but I was like, oh, okay, people listen to this at least, and some <laughs> some of them said some nice things. Yeah, but we probably paid people to do it. Did somebody mess up your haircut? By the way, I'm looking at it in the light right now, and the line is horrible. No, it's about? it's what the, is that? it's from the headphones. Oh, okay, okay. Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, you waited that long. First to get... of all, that's insulting to my stylist, Gabby, who's a guy, by the way. I would say Gabby's a guy. Yeah. Okay. And Is it Gavi? No. It's Gabby. It's Gabby. He's, he's, yeah. And How, the other thing Oh, is, for Gabriel? Yes. Okay. And all I wanted to do was get a haircut for the past three months, and I finally got it done, and I've never been more happy in my life. The day my children were born, pale in comparison. <laughs> I'm, me getting a haircut. I'm with you. I, I got my haircut last week. You did? Yeah, I know, <laughs> no, right? Um, it like it was the best thing in the world, right? Like, cause it, the main thing was I would look in the mirror and it didn't feel like we were in the middle of a quarantine, right? Yes. Because you're like, oh, like this is how I want my hair to look. Yes, <laughs> right. And my my hair, my Gabby, my stylist was like, you look like a 19. 19- 95 salesman of insurance like you were like selling shitty insurance yeah i've got my hair cut since january yeah and it looks horrible i like it i had a i had the flock of seagulls going like my hair got long enough that i was center parting it <laughs> and like pushing it behind my ears Classic. i could have been like a, a background character on boy meets world or something I love it. Yeah. it just reminds me of a kid that we went to middle school and high school with as he grew his hair out remember it had just like that horrible middle part i don't want to say his name uh, I had rhythms. He rode with, yeah, he rode with us. <laughs> yeah, he just had like this terrible middle part as it was growing out. Uh, <laughs> so that's not I've, bad. I've got one of mine. We should probably take a step back and talk about a few things here. One, we have an audience. We have an audience. Uh, our significant other, Nate and my significant others are uh, in attendance and offering visual, not simulation, but 
um, reassurances? No. Critiques? Or, yeah, they're yes. going to do exactly what Lindsay was just doing, giving us a weird stink eye when we say something improper incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty bad. So Wait, Will what? is now showing us his... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not great. And then this is Will Kelly, of course, coming back. Hello. Second time? Second time, yes. And uh, uh, Nate's Nate's other brother. <laughs> I come back a champion. You do come back a champion. I want to get into this because I am, as much as I loved getting my hair cut, nothing has made me angrier than the disastrous performance of myself during our wealth-based con- contest. Um, and the utter outperformance that the Kelly brothers all had. However, I will say this, and I, it's not cheating, but the fact that you short sold all your stock to win <laughs> right at the at the beginning of the pandemic. I know it was it was super smart, and I'm I'm more pissed that I didn't think of it. Will actually did not take that strategy. So Wait, I, I'm I'm browsing my phone because um, I'm pulling up a picture. I did not short. I shorted one stock, but main like I I made I made. Um, I made very few trades, so I took a picture on March 30th. Do, do you want to? Do, do we need to recap for the one and a half listeners? Yeah. what the contest might be. So there's a there's a site called Wealthbase that gives you a hundred thousand dollars to invest fake, mo- fake money, fake money. Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's let's pros this to invest any way you want as long as you don't um, spend more than twenty percent of that hundred thousand dollars up front on uh, on any stock. individual. Yeah, yeah, any individual stock. Um, so what was it like six of us seven of us i think seven we're all gonna see who can raise more money at the end of the month within a month's month's time uh and we started it what was it march first march March 1st but the plan you guys had planned it in january we discussed it i believe like you had discussed it so it was it wasn't like oh like the market's like it's a crazy market let's see who can make more money it was like when it was planned the world was normal, right? Yes, and that—that's the big thing. Is it, and even when it started, because when it was did the still totally tank, normal, like March March seventh, eleventh. No, 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 no. It was, it was. Uh, Friday was. I remember March was Friday the thirteenth, which means it would have been that Monday. Okay. Because it wasn't the first day we started, but it was very early. Yeah. There were like yes. three days where you could have like maybe made a few trades and the market was okay but then i remember there was a day really early where the market um tanked and then skyrocketed or skyrocketed and then tanked i forget which came first but there's a day it like climbed. i think it skyrocketed and then tanked yeah because i remember i was trading on robin hood that day and i couldn't because robin hood like, that's right screwed up so that's right yeah yeah so so it was definitely a volatile time for the market and to preface where I was, I'm like, hey, guys, I'm doing really well in the stock market right now. Like in real life, I'm going to I'm going to show these kids a few things. And um, I regret ever saying that because I came I came away at the end with like sixty thousand dollars. You you lost entirely. Oh. You were the worst performer. In Absolutely. The, by far. In the portfolio. Yes. Yeah. So I. um I'm, I'm, I took a screenshot oh, of uh, Nate and my positions on March 30th at 3.30 p.m. So there was half an hour left in the trading day plus one more day uh, because we were ending March 31st, right? 
Yeah, but the right. 30th, I think, was a Friday. Yes. No, because there was more time. This was not the last 30 okay. minutes of the market. Okay. Of the, the contest. Um, I had $104,105.26. Nate had $104,103.10. So 30 days into the contest, I had $2.16 more than Nate over the month. That's amazing. But I had only made six trades, and Nate had made 46 trades. So, like, the, <laughs> the, re- the reason I bring that up is that, like, you could be very active or very, like, um, passive. And that was my strategy. Was to be passive from the, from the get-go? You were- Actually, so, in real life, at the time and still, like, I'm, I don't hold any positions in anything. But before that, I did. And my strategy, like, I, I like, back in 2011, my dad and I were doing some of that trading stuff and I bought some things and just kind of held them because I didn't know what to do with them and like it ended up working really well so I kind of adopted that as how I would invest but generally speaking that's what you want to do yes yes yes. and like everyone like you hear people talk about the great recession in 08 or even the great depression where like if you were to like buy something like right at the peak of the market before the the black friday and the great depression Mm -hmm. and you just held it for 10 years you would have been like back to normal yes uh and up even um so like i knew that you could ride out hard times which is kind of what i always did but in this game i was like oh it might be fun to be more active and so like in the first couple days i made a few trades yeah that didn't go well and like you were up adam you were up like 20% 20% or something yeah, in like the first it. day. <laughs> Charlie when the market does well, I do well. Yeah, and and Charlie like the swings Charlie had, not just in the beginning, the entire month, Charlie would swing like 30% in a day because yeah. the whole market did. And right. he for whatever reason, he was he was heavily invested in a lot of the pharmaceutical companies that were yeah, Every, very and, you know, early at on. At that point everyone was like, "Oh, we've got the yeah. solution here. Yeah. We've got the solution." So people were all over the place. So like everyone was going crazy and I was down like maybe 10% in the first couple days and it like the decisions I was making were like I would go to Costco and I would see like people buying a ton of um paper towels and toilet papers so I was like oh I'm gonna buy Procter and Gamble smart. and it, it's like that's smart if you're holding until the end of the year but then I real at a certain point I was like wait this ends March 31st so I like kind of pulled back a little bit I didn't even use all the money um show off yeah but well, it's like that's the thing too is that if you th- you had a good chance of winning if you didn't invest in anything. You just held your. Mind. I think you would have finished third if you didn't. Yes. Maybe fourth. But just the whole month, it was like people would swing. Like there were days I was in seventh, and then the next day I was in second. But like I wasn't doing like my 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 portfolio wasn't going anywhere. It's like everyone else was moving around me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like by the end, it was like I think I beat you, Nate, by. I don't know, 1% or something. Yeah, it was but that like was a, like, that was, if it got closer than that, that'd be nuts. Like $2 after 30 days. Especially with, with $100,000 in play. Yeah, yeah, and very different strategies. Um, <laughs> yeah. I shorted one stock, but I mentioned to you shorting, and you were like, oh, I didn't know we could do that. And oh. The next day, Nate had shorted like <laughs> everything. Yeah. At well, one he, point. He went and you shorted like every cruise line stock. I basically shorted every cruise line and airline Uh Maybe By the, the way, it was second smart. It's day. Shitty to do, but it's smart. Yeah, but it's and that's why I would I wouldn't do it in real life. But yeah. in the game, I was just like, well, I mean, let me try this strategy and just see what happens. And there was one point where I was up almost forty percent. I think I had one hundred and forty thousand dollars. 
I, I think you've done like carnival and like Norwegian. Like you did a huge yeah. short on them, and then just as much as I possibly could, and then yeah, it I all shorted came Delta. back. That's it. And then on the last day, I saw that Will and I were whatever a couple hundred bucks apart. <laughs> no, it was closer. I, all right, I think well, however, however close it was, uh, and I just said screw it, and I just started making trade oh, hand really? over fist, yeah. just trying different things, holding it for thirty minutes, and trying to like capture even the smallest bit. Yeah, yeah. it's just like. It ended up biting me in the ass for another thousand or two thousand bucks, but I still got second. So, <laughs> as long as I beat Charlie, I didn't care. All you wanted to do was beat Charlie. I was—I mean, I wasn't going to catch Will. I knew that. Did Charlie finish third or fourth? I'm pretty sure he finished third. The Kelly brothers, man. maybe. No, nah, maybe. I don't know. So, have you heard that? Um, uh, there's like in like the world of like institutional investing, there's. I don't know if the word is concern, but like they're taking notice of these like kind of like relatively speaking uninformed Robinhood day traders. And oh, the, sure. And, like not only the impact they're having on the market, yeah, but like there's a handful of stocks that they're all trading that the they're like they're slaughtering the market. Like they're it's like year to date this like these common stocks that all these these people are trading it's like they're up like 66 percent, and it's like hedge funds are up like 30 and yeah and the s&p's up like 25 or whatever and so there's probably a little bitterness there where they're like oh they don't know what they're doing but it's also like if they're all doing it like it's gonna move the stock price right of course and i think that that's it's a good and bad thing that Robinhood does is like they'll show you like the biggest movers of the day. They make it very easy for you to like understand the market, so that you can get in and be like, oh, this this stock is up twenty five percent. So some people would be like, oh, I should buy that right now, but you know it's already up twenty five percent. It's probably not going to go up another twenty five percent like within the day. So it kind of confuses yeah. like the the, the uh, well and free trading rates. also like no no fee trades, just and, makes it people. The it's no fee easy. thing is is so silly to me because the fees are like, they're small. They're it's like five dollars, and when you're talking about a couple hundred dollars, that you're like at the very least, any trade you make is going to be in the hundreds of dollars. Right. It's kind of silly that like the barrier to entry for people was a five dollar trading commission. It's true. You know, I I think that, I, and I'm totally guilty of this is because there's no tr- like I'm def- I'm definitely more free and loose with like my. Oh trades. yeah, no, and I was too. Like I had a Robinhood account and I had a Fidelity account. I would yeah. try to day trade in my Robinhood. Guess where I lost money? Yeah, Robinhood. Well, it's funny that you say that. It's like my E Trade account is all like my long term stocks. That yeah, I'm just holding for for decades. And Robinhood, I have like a bunch of penny stocks, and you know I'm just throwing things around. So. But it's also the Robinhood interface is easy to trade on. Absolutely, one hundred like yeah. scarily easy. Yeah. Um, this is kind of dark. Did you hear? There was a guy, a kid, like a twenty year old kid, this week who. Um, he killed himself because he uh, was doing like Robinhood trading, um, margin trading, oh, shit. and he made. I, I I won't embarrass myself trying to get into the specifics, but you basically, want to and just claim you know the answer to this. Yeah, yeah just no. He he um he did something uh, where basically like whatever he his bet was was wrong, and so like okay. it was going to end up that he owed a little bit of money. But there's a point when, like, that trade is only, like, half closed, and it might show that you owe, like, 
in his case, it was like $750,000. Holy shit. But it's like, it's because like that half of the trade has like been right. closed. Done, yeah. Whatever. Again, I, I don't know the so details. He didn't, he didn't realize. He didn't that. actually owe that much money. But, um, and this is also speculation because the, the details haven't been released, but he left a note and like the details people do know was he was basically like, I can't believe they made it this easy for me to lose $700,000. Like, and I was reading it in, I think Yahoo finance. And they're like, well, it's most likely what happened is this. And they gave a scenario where it was like, if you were to exercise these options on an Amazon, you know, like whatever. And right. Like this is where for a couple of hours until the new trading day starts, it's going to show you owe that much money. Right. He obviously didn't. And took his own life and that's like the whole thing going on with robin hood right now is like the barrier to entry is non-existent which right. like frank like in a perfect world like that probably should be what it is totally, like the absolutely. average person should be allowed to trade yes. i think letting people trade like that the average person like you should probably there should be maybe some little crash course they give you yeah, you should have some education before just jumping in because yeah because it it's also like it is like you're act, you're borrowing money and yeah. um you're going to end up a margin you are yeah, yeah yeah so in that case like there is a chance that you're going to end up owing more money than you have and i do like i've had friends who have said like they've done that kind of trading and like realized if this goes wrong like i actually owe a lot of money but it has to go very very wrong in a very right. specific way yes but it does happen and like if it does happen, like it can potentially like ruin Fuck your you life. Up. Yeah. That's why I only buy penny stocks and pray <laughs> yeah. to God they, you know, go up two cents. Buy Tesla when it's 900 and I didn't buy hope Tesla. it goes higher. No, <laughs> I was actually, I had that thought today. I was like, do I want to buy Tesla at a thousand? No. But well, what's crazy is like, um, Elon Musk tweets, the Tesla price is too high. Yeah. And it goes up. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it went what? down for a second. It went down for a second, yeah. then it goes back up. Yeah. And to think that he got in so much trouble for saying he wanted to take the company private at $420 a stock. Yeah. Gracie's Gracie, distracting you want to say us. something, you should just get on the mic. Come here. What do you want to say? I'm just saying, does everyone know that Elon Musk married his wife twice? Yes. Married, got divorced, married again, got divorced. Yes. What? I knew that. She's the girl. That's on you, your podcast. Did you watch... Um, his his ex wife was on uh, Westworld. What? She was. Um, oh yes, she was like that weird looking one. The blonde lady. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yeah I don't know her name. The weird looking blonde. Her name is I think her name is Tallulah. Yes, something. it is. T- Tallulah Riley. Wow. Whoa, so, Nate. <laughs> a fun fact about Tallulah Riley is the first time I saw Inception in the theater, she is the girl that. Uh, that, uh, what's his fuck? Oh, yeah, that plays the at the bar. Yes. Uh, that, that, like, uh, tries, oh. tries to get into his subconscious. Yeah, really? but he's not... She's, like, uh, Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy, like... Yeah, created her. Yeah, Ed Hardy? Is that his name? No. Um, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Oh, Ed Hardy's Ed the Hardy's a, Yeah, that clothing. Dude, I gotta stop drinking these Trulies. <laughs> uh, so Tom, Something Ed Hardy would never say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think Tom Hardy would say that. Um no. So, but it's, she just like pops up, right? And it's supposed to be like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Or, or that's kind of cool that he did that. But she's so like kind of awkward looking that people just started laughing in the theater and it took like everyone out of the, the oh, movie. Oh, I think really? She, I think she's really attractive. 
I get like she's like different looking. Yeah, but, but for some reason it was. It's the way that they even shoot her in that movie that it's just. Mm. It just seems a little off. Go it's back fair. and watch it. Let me I'll watch it. Think. It's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. So, here's my official statement. Congratulations yes. for destroying all of us. I it was close. Should. It was not well, with you. Not with, <laughs> not with me at all. Um, and, but you know what's funny too, and it's probably a little bit like the Robin Hood thing is because it wasn't real money. I was like fast and loose. Yes. Right. Like didn't really care about consequences was like let's test things see how they go clearly it all failed but um you know in that end i was like this is kind of cool like let's let's see what this does if i do this and do you know how you did against the market because the market was was the market down in march like one to three adam did worse than the market i do remember that did i really yeah i think the market overall in march was down something like 32 percent, and you were down 40 40, or whatever that's probably true so being up four was was pretty. Was that was pretty actually. Primo. I mean, honestly, that's. I mean, frankly, like if you can be up five percent a month, oh, you're beating inflation by. You're by yeah. Far. You'd 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 be great, but it's also like it's fake money, so it's a lot but easier. Does it by using wealth base? Does it help educate you so that you can then deploy real capital with a similar strategy, or is it literally mm. just a game? And I would you have say, to separate the two entirely. I would say the only way it helps you is it it's playing out your decisions, but it's not but it's a month it's a month lag. So one you know, what happened in March doesn't happen again in No, April. but it's like it's like you have like cause it's it's so easy to be like, Oh man, like you see where Tesla is today? I almost bought that in April. It's right. and it's it's different. It's it's obviously different if you actually did buy it with real money, but it's also I think different if you bought it with fake money because like you actually had to get in at a certain price, and then every day you had to decide if you were gonna buy right. like sell it or keep it. Yep. And so I think it does like it brings a little bit of reality to it. I don't think it's like necessarily teaching you much except the idea of like patience or I don't know yeah. like yeah. selling. It just teaches you not to be a day trader. <laughs> it definitely taught me not to be a day trader. Um, during a recession. I got a cool shirt out of it. You which, did get a cool shirt out which, of it. Which, going off to business school, if I can wear a shirt that is obscure and people say, what's that for? And I say, I want a, I want a stock trading contest. Yeah. I don't need to give them any more information. Yeah, and I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I would just stop bullshit right there. Like, oh, a podcast I listened to had a stock trading contest and I won. I'll be like, whoa, like, what yeah. do you think it was? Whoa. Dude, maybe we CNBC. can get more subscribers. Yeah, yeah man. Let no, because then they'll be like, this has like, like, this is their, this is Will's brother. We've got 13 reviews or 13. Yeah, no, there's a lot of I need a, There there needs to be enough mystery that they're like, it could be like, you know, like a real serious podcast. Okay. Keep it, keep it <laughs> yeah, anonymous. I would be big, be big. And then I'll speak up in class, in a finance class, and they'll be like, no, this had to be a joke <laughs> yeah. because this guy knows nothing. This is no shit. Yeah. Trading what? Um, I'm not going to say this is really a challenge, um, but you have tasked yourself and now some other people with riding a century yep. in six weeks, you realize. Yep. Okay. So I did a 75 miler last year Yeah. Uh, with some training, but not a ton of it. So... Did you feel like you were adequately adequately prepared for 75 miles? Um, that's a good question. I 
I, I, the things that I wasn't prepared for weren't training related. Equipment related, uh, it was nutrition. Equi- it was equipment, but it was also nutrition. Like I did not eat enough, and I, you know, obviously you burn a shitload of calories, and I, I probably with like three miles to spare, I was like, "Holy shit!" I, mean, I hit a fucking wall. Um, and so, luckily, a guy I was running with had like a, a power bar, and he's just like, "Dude, eat this," and then I was fine. But yeah, that was that was horrible. Because it's, I mean, it's a serious distance no matter how fast or slow you do it yeah um but i think it's gonna be fun that we have you know a good crew yeah a good group of people that are good riders yeah well um you're not doing it i'm i wouldn't do that i don't i something about cycling i just don't enjoy it after 25 miles maybe it's the food thing could be because i crash hard even on a spin bike i'll spin for 45 minutes i'll get off and i'll I'll eat so much more than I burned. Something wow, about spinning. It's it doesn't happen with running, it never happened with rowing. It's only spinning and biking. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Is it the constant activation of the muscles that you just The the only the only thing I can think of it think it is is it's a lower heart rate and it's yeah. like burning fat versus uh, carbs is what they say, right? Is at a lower heart like in yeah. a lower aerobic zone, I think you're burning more fat than carbs. But you would think it would be the opposite, where, like, if you're burning more carbs, you're getting hungrier faster. Yeah. But whatever it is, like, I crash so hard riding that, like, I don't, like, I don't even, like, go out. Like, I'll go out for maybe three or four rides a year because I'm just, like, I'll do it. And I'll be like, oh, that was kind of fun. But, like, Mm -hmm. I was just pretty miserable by the end. So we'll put you down as a maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I would would sooner run 100 miles in a week than ride 100 miles in a day. Oh, a longboard 100 miles, dude. Wait, did you get a longboard? I had one in high school. Yeah. And, um, I've always wanted one, so I'm... They're so fun. I, like, redis- we re-found... I, I found it recently, and then... Yeah. Um, rediscovered my love of longboarding. Br- brought it back to, uh, <laughs> like, the house, and then Nate and Gracie have their rollerblades. What? And so we'll, like, Wait, go out and... Like, we've only what? done it once. I would do it every night if if you guys were down. I want to see the three of you assholes it's out in the middle so of the Canaan fun rollerblading i've got a video i can send you what's that oh wait no gracie wasn't rollerblading. like a warm summer night you're just carving around uh it's like it's honestly so fun so i i've never i've never done longboarding i i mean i I used to skate when i was a kid but i was not very good if you can do that you'd be fine but i like i'm so intrigued by it like it looks so fun it's so smooth yeah like honestly the the um the sidewalk if you like, if you go out of my our parents' condo complex, yeah. take a left on the str- on the sidewalk there. Yeah, it looks flat. It's slightly downhill. You get on the longboard. You do three pushes maybe, yeah. and you just get on and you build speed. There's something about it that's just like it's the most relaxing thing ever because you're just kind of like, it feels like you're being propelled, but it's yeah. just like a slight downhill, and you just kind of like do a little carving on the sidewalk you're not going too fast right you don't have to push that is like it's just fun it's just like very pleasant is it more stable than a skateboard yes it's very it's a lot quieter because you have like real rubber wheels okay um i never used a real skateboard okay um my has a lot more give yeah my board is long it's like a true long board so like you can kind of like bounce on it um, 
it's made of bamboo, so it's like very strong. Yeah. Um. Oh man, now I'm like, shit. Do I go get a lot more? <laughs> it's fun. It's you, a lot of fun. This is kind of an obscure movie, but did you ever see The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yes. And he like gets a longboard and he yeah. just cruises down this volcano in Iceland. I was like, that looks so much fun. Yeah, that's it. Do you do you do that? No, I I can barely do hills because okay. you get speed wobbles and it's ter- that's terrifying. <laughs> what so what happens when that happens? That's just like a, a speed wobble is like it's literally like you know it's skateboarding. You lean forward to to go one way, you lean back to go yeah. the other. The trucks are very, on a longboard, the trucks are very um, responsive, I guess. Yeah. And if, like, if you, you might lean forward and then, like, because you're not very experienced, I actually don't know what would cause it, but, like, in theory, like, you would lean forward to turn and it might do a little more than you want it to, so you'll kind of lean back a little bit and it'll, like, whip back and then it'll kind of bounce forward again and then it, it, it literally just, like, you can, if you Google speed wobbles you'll see youtube videos of people doing it and it's just it's this cascading like kind of building effect where you just you're on the skateboard you start building speed and you just literally the board just starts vibrating and you eat it so hard (laughs) but if you're really good like i don't know if it's 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 a combination well it's a combination of like i'm sure they tighten the trucks yeah and they're just more comfortable on the board that you don't do that and they also like like really good longboarders. Um, it's like anything. They have equipment that lets them do different things, and like yeah. one of the things they do is like they power slide around every corner. Right, which is crazy, man. Like yeah. seeing those videos, I'm like, holy. It's shit. nuts. It's so crazy. I like uh, just like a nice steady downhill. Yeah. Um, in high school, we actually used to go to like the Merritt Seven area of, of oh, Norwalk. Like, yeah, that, those- there. And at the time, they were like brand new buildings, and a lot of them just weren't being used for much. Like I remember, we went into one of these garages, and it was being used like as overflow storage for a Chevy dealership. <laughs> and so, like, we would just longboard in there, and Why like, not, right? it's like a you know, it's a parking garage, and it's not very steep. It's wide open, and you just like do these big long carves. So, the problem I have with longboarding is that if you get to the bottom of the hill. You gotta walk back up. Yes, <laughs> but that's only if you're riding it down a hill. You don't have to ride it down a hill. Yep. They, the, you, you can keep your momentum. If you're on okay. a smooth road, you can go a while. Like if, okay. if I had it here I and I, yeah. if I, if I had it here and I spun the wheel and put the skateboard like, like right there, yeah, the wheel would spin for five minutes i'm not exaggerating like no like so a, a like solid yeah okay. like as if it's clean and new and all that mine now probably not that long but um and how long have you had yours i got it in high school oh wow so it's, it's like 12 13 years it. old i didn't ride it much yeah um well, what made you get it in high school what was a lot like? of my friends had it and like yeah. i was just like hey mom and dad like give me a longboard well was i was a skater, i was like i was the kind of person and i still am where it's like will what do you want for your birthday or christmas like i don't know I don't have anything. And like yeah. every once in a while, I'd be like, oh, like this would be fun. That's cool, man. Um, have you ever bit it? Actually, I don't think I have. <laughs> but I never did. Yeah. yeah no, but I'm I sorry, never, I'm but it's, it's mainly because I just never did anything. Like it, it's yeah. so, it's like, if you're like a beginner skier, you know, like if I go off the bunny slope, I'm going to you're gonna fucking eat it. And that's my feeling is like, I know, like you can just look at a hill and be like, 
I know I'll eat it. But it's also like as soon as you start getting more speed than you're comfortable with, you just jump off. Yeah. And the, the, like the way the the way it works is like when you jump off, like the board stops too, just because like you're pulling your foot back to get oh, off the yeah. board, so it just kind of stops with you. So you like you can jump off and not even be worried about losing your board. Um, as long as you jump off at a speed that you can like keep yourself moving and not <laughs> right. slam that way. Jesus. <laughs> um, Have you ever done it, Nate? Nate or no? Mm, I think like once or twice, but well, you weren't into it. I don't know. I, I like did some skateboarding in middle school, not even high school. Doing the, ollies. I lot. Yeah. I had a friend who tried to teach me to to do an ollie, and I ate it harder stationary on a regular skateboard than I ever have on a longboard. Because I've I mean I've never fallen on a longboard, but I I slammed my jaw onto the ground oh, on a regular fuck. skateboard. Right. I mean regular skateboards because of the shorter. Um, deck truck span and shorter deck it's definitely easier to eat shit on it and it's a harder yeah. I, it's, I think it's a harder board to ride the skateboard yeah skateboard yeah I think if you got on a longboard you'd be like if you can skateboard longboarding would be like oh they made all of by the like, way the I transport. haven't been on a skateboard in 20 years so but like 25 years a skateboard like that I'm assuming sacrifices some of the comfort and like ease of transportation for the ability to do tricks yes totally. so you get on the longboard and you're like oh they brought all that back like you can now right. it's now like easy to move and go fast and it's a smooth ride do you have like the the surfboard looking one or is it i've seen the other ones that have like the wheels that come above the no it's not one of those okay. it's like a surf it's like a it's a surfboard shape, I, for lack of a better term I, yeah you know i know yeah. i know there's a better term out there but um but it, again it's like a 14 year old board so it i don't even know what they had do you have any cool stickers on it no hmm. stickers Damn maybe i'll throw a, a four plus sticker there on you it. go throw an iyb sticker on there IYB, yeah. you could probably get like custom printed decks like a oh, like yeah. a four plus deck remember yeah. uh our friend paul made the like custom uh bottom sticker for the red flyer wagon yeah, yeah. and had that printed that was pretty legit that's awesome paul would do that so um should I get into longboarding? Honestly, like it's one of those things. It's, I have two kids. I don't want to get a concussion. I don't want to break. my Did job. you buy a bike yet, or are you gonna like skip that and just get a longboard? I, I'm thinking, yeah, fuck. It. I'm doing 100 miles on a longboard. Do it on a longboard. All right. <laughs> you could you could go get a, um, honestly, a short board would be like a good way to start because they make like the longboard style skateboards that are the size of a normal skateboard, but it's like a it's a surfboard shape. It has. Yeah the same wheels of a longboard but it's only like three feet long okay get that it's i think they're called cruisers my board is four wow okay four and a half feet maybe it's long it's like a true longboard um that's rad man holy shit you could like if you get a little one um you'll get the same like feel for what it's about and like i if i could choose i'd probably rather have a short one um but like it's not dangerous. Like the only re- the only like the only reason it, you would fall is if you're on a hill that you shouldn't be on, or if you hit a rock. And like, yeah, it's easy enough to see those. Um, sure. If you're just like you a coward it, on it, then you're fine. Which is what I do. It's like you're like oh, that would be me. You're like oh, there's a curb. Me. I'm not even gonna attempt to get up on the curb. I'm just gonna get off the longboard and like pick it up and get on the curb and then push again. Um, That's awesome, man. It's fun. There's no reason not to do it. It's like, there's no, I really think there's 
almost no risk unless you're going to choose to do something it's like you go out on a road bike you're going to yeah. you could get clipped by a car you know and there's like right. an inherent risk to but like you can't riding get by a car running yes that too but like on a longboard it's i the point i'm making is like it's less risky than those things because like you're not on the road right or if you are well i'm sure the people in new canaan love hearing you come down a there are so many people on skateboards in New Canaan. Longboards really? specifically. There's longboards. I see a lot of those electric longboards, which are yeah. really cool. I would yeah. love one of those. I used to think it was dumb until I started longboarding again. And <laughs> I was like, like I said, like the, the best thing is that that when I leave our parents' place, I've only done it like three times, but it looks flat, but you're like going slightly downhill. So you're like picking up a little speed. Yeah. That's when I realized, oh, that's what makes the electric longboard cool is you stand there and you like have a little joystick in your hand and you're on flat ground but you're like going 10 miles per hour 15 miles per hour but isn't part of the fun being self-propelled yes but it's like they're both fun for different reasons so like you could always i think you could use the electric one like a normal longboard Sure. Heavy. Sure, it's like an electric bike versus a bicycle or a motorcycle versus like a pedal assist kind of thing yes um there's merits to both and there's a lot of those in New Canaan. I've seen those guys. It's like the one wheel. I've seen the one wheel, With yeah. like the, oh, yeah. the, the, the foot plate in the front and the back of it. Yeah. It's like a unicycle skateboard. Which, by yes. the way, I, I feel like as soon as I got on that, I would destroy my face. Like, they're popular. Yeah. They're all over New York yeah, City. And by the way, they're everywhere. not cheap either. No, they're like not well over $1,000. Yeah, even the electric skateboards start at like $1,000. No shit. Yeah. I mean, it's, got- it's, a, it's a longboard and the entire bottom is a battery batteries Basically. and then think motor. of how powerful that motor is like what yeah barely used to be able to power an rc car can now take a 200 pound full-grown male whoa 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 175 <laughs> i don't know i, if I you can doubt the hills, weight though. limit is 175 i hope <laughs> yeah. it's not because then the technology is a little still a little early but yeah it's funny how motors have gotten so much more efficient yeah i think of how powerful that has to be yeah it's cool yeah Makes you feel good about the future of electric <laughs> vehicles. I hope so, man. Yeah, because they're turning Hummers into electric vehicles now. The Bronco is going to be electric, right? So Wait, the ugly. new Bronco is fully electric? No, or they're is... making an electric. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, they're making an a electric Mustang. The Mach-E. Yeah, the Mach-E. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the new the Volkswagen um, bus is oh, going to yeah, be electric. Oh, yeah, Volvo is going fully electric. Yep. Your fancy little 60 will be oh. more. <laughs> the XC60? Yeah. It's my wife's Volvo, not my Volvo. Audi has, they have an electric car, <laughs> the right? They have a couple, yeah. They've got two e-trons or one e-tron. Yeah, I don't know. I know they have the, the like, Q5 yeah. or Q3. It's a cool car. Yeah. They don't market those enough. Like, you would, you would almost not even know Audi has I wonder if it's because they cars. lose money or don't make any money on that car yet. And it's just, yeah. like... Is that the how PR. they balance out their emissions requirements? <laughs> Could I wouldn't trust anything that yeah. Audi or Volkswagen has to that's say right. about yeah. emissions. Because I know that's what like Ford and GM right. do. They're like they just throw a couple electric cars in there because sure. they're like, well, the Mustang gets four miles to the gallon, so <laughs> yeah. right, there, right. there's no like hybrid that will offset this. We need to go full electric. Yeah, and then you see the commercials, the most fuel efficient cars than on the road. Yeah, yeah. you telling me an F one fifty is fuel efficient? No. Well, remember the uh, PT Cruiser? Oh. Yeah. So the PT Cruiser is a car, but it was they claimed it was on a truck chassis or on a truck truck frame or something like that so that they could actually 
consider it to be a truck. And so would that exempt them from? It then they could then say we have the most fuel efficient trucks on the market. Uh, That's Pontiac. No, it was uh, it was Chrysler, right? Chrysler. Chrysler. Yeah. I don't think legally pickup trucks have to uh, display their EPA uh, estimated range really on the window sticker. I'm pretty sure it is pickup trucks. Why? Why? But why would you not want to know that? Because it's so bad, you're just <laughs> buying a pickup truck for the utilitarian aspect of it or something. You're not necessarily interested in the fuel efficiency. Well, it just is an added bonus. So I, I the, think it is. The thing that we were talking about the other night is Rivian being this new, like, and, and Bollinger yeah. being these awesome new, like, all-electric trucks right. I mean, and based on a truck platform. I mean, that's just, like, wild. You'd think, like, a truck where torque is, like, the most important thing. You'd think Mm -hmm. trucks would be, like, the logical start. Absolutely. But truck drivers, like, rolling cold. It's like, like, you guys are so dumb. I'm sorry. Like, I can respect, like, a lot of, like, what you're using the truck for. But, like, to adapt, like, that as something that's great about it is, like, just grow up. Well, I think more than anyone on the road, I think truck drivers are the ones that, like, see their cars as an extension of themselves mm. truck drivers you mean pickup truck pickup drivers. Tru- sorry okay. pickup tru- not not but what are, what is the extension of yourself that loves like rolling coal uh i think it's it's suppressed masculinity yeah it's probably like they were like you know the bullies in high school that peaked in high school and by throwing a cloud of black dust onto a prius that's gonna give them some sort of uh you know ego again yeah it's just so like part of me thinks it's like well like it's kind of like the jeep drivers waving at each other where it's like kind of a share i hate that i hate it too honestly but like for a while you know you know why yeah it's like you're sharing in like the 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 joys but also the struggles of owning a jeep and so like for a while i never hear the struggles well i say it's fine for like the 70s 80s 90s nate Drives a Jeep. Yeah, early 2000s. A 2013? A 2014 Jeep. 14 yeah, Jeep. You so no it, struggles. You no struggles. Yeah. What are you talking about? In, if it rains overnight, when you get in the car, you drive it yeah, the next day, true. and you go to brake at a stop sign or a stoplight, water pours down the center of the T-top right. into the stereo so, and then shorts it out. So my Jeez. point for truck drivers is that there may have been a point where it was like... um. It gets five miles to the gallon, but, like, it does these amazing things, so I'm willing to live with it. And not only that, like, I'm going to embrace the flaws of my vehicle. Right. That evolved into, like, specifically modding your car (laughs) to, like, troll Prius drivers, which happened to me once, by the way, back when our Hmm. mom had a Prius. Oh, no shit. You got got coal rolled? Coal rolled. He did not. um, There was no, like, switch flipped, you know? But it was like, it was very clear. You know, you see, you you're, you're at a red light enough next to trucks yeah. that you know, like when or any car, like you know when there's like, they're trying to make noise and they're right. trying to do. Yes. And this guy, it was like very clear that he was a piece of shit. Yeah, and was like, <laughs> oh, there's a Prius next to me. Fuck this little kid and his Prius. And it's just like, man, the joke's on you. You 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 got to go to the gas station now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm going home. I got 900 more miles on this puppy. Yeah. Uh, wow. <clears throat> Shit. 
Well, we're fast. Sorry, Adam. We're fascinated. Your screensaver is on. And oh, is it? It's taking us over New Dude, York. See slow motion, just like ultra high def, 8K whatever videos, either above Earth or yeah. this one is a slow motion video over the southern tip of Manhattan. Just passing by the Freedom Tower right now. It's awesome. <laughs> is that an is that an Apple? Uh, uh, yeah, it's the Apple screen. Actually, what it is is um, Apple TV. Yes, it's the Apple TV screensaver. Gotcha. But I found a guy that like throws them on here, so it's we have it. We have the Apple TV. We we have the Apple TV one in office. our office. Yeah, it doesn't for whatever reason doesn't have this one in New York, but it's a lot like there's like Dubai and yeah. Hong Kong, yeah. Shanghai, all these like major cities, and then like satellite pictures. And for the longest time, we thought they were fake because oh, it was really? like it was like all the in that one too, too like the one of yeah. New York there. It's like. It's it's so crisp that it almost feels like like you'd see the Freedom Tower moving and like yep. everything in the background moving, but it's all so crisp that you think like it had to be rendered. Yeah. But then like I think we even had to look it up and it was yeah. like, oh no, this is all real. It's just what they I think it's like a it's in like 8K and yep. they also they smooth it and they um they slow it down and they like yep. edit the color. So it's like it's been like definitely altered, yep. but it was like shot. That was the first time I was like, "This has gone too far." Like, <laughs> this, we, we've reached this is, the, yeah. the pinnacle. Of when it looks fake, I don't know if that means our real cameras are too good or our ability to render things is too good. Or maybe our eyes are too poor. Yes, we can't see we the bad real eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we are still recording, right? Uh, I don't know. We need your finger ID. Oh shit! I'm sure it's recording. Cut off his finger. Yeah. We're on. Um, yeah, well, great. <laughs> were you going to read that review? <laughs> Man, we're going back to it. I only The only reason why is because, like, All right. I don't remember it, and I want to hear it. So this was a review that Nate and I were pretty excited about because <laughs> someone finally reviewed our, our – uh, someone that we didn't know, quote-unquote, uh, reviewed our podcast, uh, and then it turns out it was actually Will. No, it was um, reviewed by somebody named Sunam. Yeah, where did that come from? I that's the thing is I don't remember. Really? I don't remember the name, and I don't like. I remember like the gist of what I wrote, but I don't remember the details. It was a year ago. Mm. It was five stars. So this is wow, very that was nice. nice. Thanks, Will. Uh, the subject. Wait, wait. Is, let's take a second. Hey, please rate, review, and subscribe to our yes, podcast. Yes, rate, review, subscribe if you're bored on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts, and or. Tune in. On TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast. Spotify. And as you'll learn at the end of this, you don't need to just, if you don't think you have anything to contribute, like, it can be totally made up. <laughs> just write five stars and say something. Although this next one I don't think was made up. This this is uh, powerful. So the subject is, this podcast saved my marriage. Wow. Where do I even start? I've been married about five years now, and for the last year, my wife has been going out late at night several days a week to, quote-unquote, run errands. Oh, Jesus. She typically goes around 10 p.m. and comes home well after midnight, so I've become suspicious that maybe she's cheating on me. Well, this week I discovered your podcast. I was listening to it before bed while my wife was getting ready to, quote-unquote, go to the store, and she asked me what I was listening to. Before long, she was getting into bed to finish the episode with me. It was amazing. Now we listen to every episode together before going to sleep. Thanks, guys. The only weird thing is, whenever we finish an episode, she'll get up to use the bathroom and won't come back for about two hours. Oh, Has anyone else had this problem from listening? Oh, my 
Thank, thanks? Question mark? Well, uh, thank you. Yeah, and then we got insulted in the next one with five stars. So. It's fine. <laughs> Subject. I thought that was we'll gu- guaranteed to make you feel smarter. <laughs> who wrote that? Hopefully somebody who knows us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting... Yeah, there's an interesting review. Well, I'll add that um, I wrote that, and I thought it was pretty clear that, like, it wasn't a real person whose marriage was saved. Like, I know you wouldn't know it was me, but I thought Nate would be like, well, we got this weird review, like, any chance it was you or someone you know? And then I would be like, oh, haha, yeah, that was me. Uh, but, like, six months later, Charlie was home talking about the reviews he got on his podcast, and I think you, Nate, were like, well, we had a guy like review it and say like <laughs> it saved his marriage. I was like, uh, uh, uh really? Uh, uh, <laughs> Did you <yeah>. really? <laughs> Why don't you read it again? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in hindsight it seems more obvious, but well, of course, yeah. But early on, and with the proliferation of podcasts, you have no idea who's That's on true. these platforms. Yeah, and it could be somebody who had never even listened to it. They're just trolling the shit out of. But at the very least. It should have seemed obvious that even if it was a stranger, his marriage clearly was not saved. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Right? Uh, I've saved many marriages with my. <laughs> You've no, you haven't. Discussion. You have started marriages. I think I started a few marriages. Yeah. You've joined, didn't you? Officiate. Yeah, several. Moves. Like several. I'm saying he's started marriages. Ah. So started. Well, they kind of did all the work. I just stood up there. And yeah. Waved Signed my hands. some things. Yeah. Man, you are on way too many legal documents in the United it's States. Scary. Are you a notary? For, no, I was thinking about becoming one just because I want the stamp. You get a few bucks out of it too. Right? Yeah, right. Get your name listed. You go on Google. You, if you go on Google and search uh, "notary publics in my area," like your house would show up. Oh, maybe I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I'm done. But uh, you know, my 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 last job. Once a week, someone would be like, hey, is anyone here a notary public? Anyone here a notary public? And uh, What were you trying to get notarized? No, not me, but like people. I don't you know. know. So many things you There's need like, to get notarized. Any, any yeah. job, like a lot of contracts True. need to be notarized. True. Yeah, like even to get like our kids' uh, college savings set up, we need notary publics. It's like, the stamp is cool. You're right. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. It is a, like a badass embossing stamp. You know you could just like make your own. Not a notary certified public. All Imagine bad. being the guy in jail who counterfeited a notary stamp. <laughs> Why are you in jail? I killed someone. Why are you in jail? I faked a notary public stamp. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you could like, you are pretty nifty on Adobe and Photoshop and stuff. You could just create your own badass embossing stamp. Yeah, but but who's gonna ask me to stamp their shit? Uh, your daughter on blank pieces of paper. Yeah. This one is this, def- is, this one. Adam, come look see, at these it doesn't sharks. say it is. They're saying this is real. It says it's real. Gray reef sharks off the coast of Polynesia. That's gotta be. Those have to be. But fake it's, it's sharks, smoothed right? out. It's definitely. But look at the light edited. on them. I will say that the, uh, yeah, the skin. Wait, yeah, that is one's looking, like skidding. The skin looks a little weird. Yeah. I mean, this is so boring to anyone listening. Yeah, sorry. Just go if you have a MacBook. Go to uh, that one. Oh, those are fish. It's gotta be. Go to your it's go to your screensaver function uh, <laughs> if you have if you have a Mac and you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, well, like, how's he moving? <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe we should end it here because we're now just more fascinated we're with lo- the yeah, uh, screensaver <laughs> than we are with the uh, the podcast. 
Uh, but Will, thanks for coming out, man. Good thanks for having me. Having back on. Me. It's yeah. probably been too long. It's fun. I said, yeah, we're due, we're due for some more. Uh, congratulations again on your fucking win. Shit. BS. We'll do it again, and I'll win again. Help we'll us come it. up no, with a, a new challenge After for you're later done in the business school. Ah, let's do it and ah. see how you. No, that's too much pressure. Also, has, what like, is, sorry. Do you know how much it ch I charge for this kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. What does wealth-based trading have to do with getting your MBA? I don't. Know. I feel nothing. Like no, there's a lot. I mean, it, not a lot, but it's like fi finances. It's half the like, half the people at business school are going to go off and do that. Yeah, but living. they don't teach you trading. They teach you how to value stocks. Like, yeah. Yeah. Value of French money today. Oh, yeah, right. Cool. Got anything else, Dave? Yep. Yeah.